Thank you so much for joining us today for Music Marvels with the Chick with Beats and Breezy Gibson. I am music producer, a chick with beats. And entrepreneur Breezy Gibson right here. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're just thrilled that you're hanging out with us today. We got another great show lined up for you with music industry news and beats by yours truly. Yep, yep. Yes, all right. Without any further ado, um, here's what my featured beat of the week and some additional goodies. And then we'll be right back with music industry news after this. Okay.
Okay, and we're back with music industry news. First up, Kurt Cobain's guitar from the Smells Like Teen Spirit video is going up for auction. Um, it's a left-handed 1969 Fender Mustang, and they're expected. Uh -oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He he didn't mention, ladies and gentlemen, that he's uh, a guitarist himself. So yeah, Breezy knows something about this, right? <laughs> Yeah, because I got a right-handed 69 Fender Mustang. No, oh, that's what's up. <laughs> that's what's Uh-oh. That's what's up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they're thinking that it's going to go for uh, anywhere between 600000 to 800000 And so this is going to be during the Julian's Auctions three-day music icons event. That's going to be going down at the Hard Rock Cafe in New York and also online May 20th through 22nd. So, hey, if you got some dough to spend, you might want to <laughs> go ahead and log on and see what you can do. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and see, you know, that's that's got a, a strong name attached to it. And that's mm -hmm. Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Yes, yes. Legendary. Uh, right, Capitol Records has partnered with Universal Music Italy to launch Capitol Records Italy. So it'll be a new division of the uh, Universal-owned label. Their expansion into the world's 10th biggest recorded music market follows a year in which uh, Italian recorded music revenues grew 27.8%. If you want to know what that translates to dollar-wise, that's $85 million in order to reach 392.4 million dollars so they've been paying attention to the growth and they went ahead and took over this and you know, wanted to attach their name to it it's an understandable reason why so yeah it's been a lot of shuffling and uh, new labels coming out within these last few weeks i feel like we've been reporting on that a lot so yeah there's even more uh coming up soon well you know uh huh. Keep it flowing. Keep it moving. <laughs> All right. Universal, once again, has launched another Mercury Records. And this time it's as a part of Republic. So they decided to launch a new imprint of its Republic Records division that will be known just strictly as Mercury Records. But it's going to be led by um, a couple Republic A&Rs, Tyler Arnold and Ben Adelson. And so, you know, the imprint will also feature some of their previous big signings like Post Malone and James Bay. So, you know, just for a little background, the original Mercury Records was founded in Chicago in 1945 before it was acquired by um, the old Polygram record company, which later merged with uh, Universal in the late 90s. So, yeah, like I said, lots of shuffling. <laughs> music, the music world, you know, I mean, there's always something going on, something different every day, something different every week. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So Universal has had um, various imprints under their division that have used the Mercury brand. But yeah, it's kind of interesting that they've chosen to uh, go back to this. And, um, you know, even with the story just before about Capitol Records Italy. So like once all these labels started getting bought up by the majors, and everything started merging and you know all these names just kind of go away but to see this trend that they're kind of going back a little bit um to to regain some of the prestige that some of these titles have held before it seems like it's kind of you know consistent with what we've been seeing about who's been buying up the music catalogs lately you know how we say like they're, they've been doing the stuff that's been tried and true instead of necessarily going for the new stuff so it seems like there's a strong wave of nostalgia and um appreciation for the past and um the historical excellence that these uh brands represent well you know hey dj run that back <laughs> <laughs> yes absolutely absolutely <laughs> All right, and uh, TikTok's unsigned musician incubator, uh, Sound On, which we uh, reported on last month, um, it's been getting mixed reviews from some of the artists. And uh, according to the site that reported uh, Rest of the World, a TikTok spokesperson responded 
that Sound On is expanding its team in order to address some of the issues that the artists have come across, but it knows that the program won't really be a one-size-fits-all solution for all artists, so it really depends on what people are hoping to get from it. But the whole intent was uh, people who had their stuff on TikTok, made music, wanted their sounds to kind of trend or whatnot, they could release it through Sound On. You get it free for a year before they actually start taking 10% of your revenue. But yeah, the whole intent was to just kind of help them target their marketing um, a little bit easier instead of having to upload the sounds to all these different platforms. They'll put it out. They were working with TuneCore in order to do it. Some artists said that it's working excellent. They've made more money like within the last month than they had within a couple of years of like from their music. Um, so yeah, the, lots of good things, but then on the flip side of that, there were quite a few artists that were talking about um, there being a lag, so they had to remove their music from platforms in order to distribute it uh, through SoundOn, but then, so once they took it down from the other platforms, maybe SoundOn ran into some issues to where they couldn't get it up for like a month or so, so they lost out on those streams um, for their videos that they had posted. Um, there's other, you know, little maintenance issues and whatnot, but hey, at least they're working on trying to address it. And um, yeah, some people even complained about their music being targeted to the wrong audience. So instead of people who would actually like their music is people who might have just been using it for one line or whatever. But of course, they're not going to become fans if um, it's improperly targeted. So yeah, they're working on it. Um, I've got my, I'm pulling for them <laughs> that this works out well because I think that it's a great idea. And, you know, if, as long as they're working to help independent artists, I'm here for it. So hopefully they'll get that all worked out. Yeah, let's hope so. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. All right. And Amazon Music streaming prices are going to rise in the US, the UK, and Canada next month. So the prices of their two key plans are increasing. So the first, uh, uh, Amazon Music Unlimited individual plan, uh, which is their like, all you can eat on demand streaming, if you will, that Prime members were able to subscribe to in the US at least for $7.99 per month. But starting next month, it'll increase to $8.99. So it's a dollar, you know, it's an increase. Sometimes, you know, you can feel certain ones a little bit more than others. But, you know, for that price increase, that's, that's not too bad. Or if that's something that you just kind of want to pay and get it over with, um, Prime members can still take that same deal, but um, with an annual subscription. And just in that case, it will increase to 89 per year, up from 79. Uh. So, yeah which you know is actually a little bit cheaper than doing it the monthly way but yeah just something to be prepared for if you are a prime subscriber and you use amazon music so uh for those who don't subscribe the price is going to remain unchanged at 9.99 per month so yeah even that's more expensive than the prime members so they're still kind of giving you a deal uh, there so not such a huge deal uh problem <laughs> but um the Amazon Music single device plan, which is their second um, major one, but it's kind of the same. It gives users the access to it, but it's locked to one single device. So you got to pick your device and that's uh, going up from $3.99 per month to $4.99 per month. So yeah, a, a bit of a change. It's going to be kind of interesting to see if um, anyone else is going to kind of follow suit mainly most people are wondering you know is spotify gonna do the same thing or yeah there's there's a lot going on there and you know to be honest i can't call it <laughs> i don't know if they're gonna use this as an excuse to be able to bump it up or yeah but we'll see what happens so well, now in my opinion they're gonna bump it up they're gonna use every <laughs> they're gonna use every excuse they can and bump it up and so uh whether that's fair or uh, unfair you know we have to look at that real closely but since they own these these joints i mean yeah that's their that's their 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 option now see here's the thing though if they bump it up then that means that the artists are gonna expect to be compensated for like <laughs> to, to kind of be able to get some of that price bump 
and Spotify has already been trying to pay less than they are. So yeah, we'll, we'll see how that that pans out. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Because in some cases, in some cases, uh, various countries bring those folks uh, right there to the center and grill them about that. You know, hey, yeah. can you explain the why, the who, what, why, where, hows of these price increases? And uh, then they they close their mic off and sit back and wait for the response. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you got these guys uh, sweating BBs, sweating bullets, trying to explain why they did that, you know, or why is it justifiable? So there's, in my opinion, then there's more of that coming. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, we've been talking about um, the Copyright Royalties Board and, you know, the potential increase for uh, royalties for artists. And it's beginning to look like that might actually come through um, in the artist's favor. So, you know, fingers crossed, we're waiting to see. But yeah, if if Spotify bumps up that price, then yeah, they're going to have some other issues to contend with if they don't raise what they're paying um, artists on the platform. Uh. Yep. (laughs) All right, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause and we'll be back with more music industry news right after this.
we're back with more music industry news. Method Man, Method Man, he's the next two stories. But um, <laughs> first off, he's helped launch Intercept Music Distribution Company. So it was founded by music and tech industry vets. And uh, with now him being a part of um, their company as a stakeholder and kind of a spokesperson, the company says that the partnerships that they have with Ingrews, Amp Distribution, What's in Store Music, Rocket Songs, Nerve, um, a, a banking app for music creators, all of that stuff is going to be able to help um, the capabilities and services that they'll have to offer artists and labels. So I'm excited to see what comes forth from this. I think it's an excellent idea to kind of have a one-stop shop. We've mentioned a few other startups that were kind of working on something similar, but everybody still has their own unique offerings. So, you know, anything that that gives artists a choice to be able to um, hit all their needs in one spot, I think is a, a great you know, thing, uh, regardless of how many companies are doing it. Like I said, the more choices you have, the fairer things will be. And so, yeah, I think that that's really, really awesome. Yeah, it is. It is. And um, a there's a phrase concerning that um, uh, success comes in numbers. Success comes in options of numbers. Mm. <laughs> you know, so the more yeah. the merrier. The more the merrier. So absolutely, yeah. And all right, the the second part of the Method Man news is he's launched the second phase of his Meth Averse, and the M E F is in all caps. But um, yeah, so this part has the graphic comic novel. And so, yeah, he's created like this, this, you know, metaverse that's got socializing, financial opportunities, a place to share your art, a place to just relax, play. And yeah, it's, it's pretty cool what he's working on. And so since this is just the second phase, that lets you know that there's more coming. But yeah, it's cool that he's working so hard to just kind of show um, the diversity or the intersection of hip hop culture, gaming, art technology entertainment comic books like just yeah it's really cool so i'm excited for all the the good stuff that he's doing he's actually one of my favorite members of the wu-tang clan so yeah good stuff yeah really good stuff (laughs) spread your wings expand yeah talent if you got if you got multiple talents in different areas and different uh, endeavors i mean hey might as well uh give a give it the shot in the arm and take off see just what happened right so, yeah because chances be- are go ahead yeah some people are, are multi-talented like that and they choose to uh, keep all those talents to themselves and you know <laughs> they, that the, the world actually loses out in that case you know so uh, you got talents like that and you spread your wings and, and, and uh, that way you know you can empower a whole lot of folks right uh, with that inspiration so um, I'm happy for it mm-hmm. yeah because chances are you know whatever your interests are there's you know multiple people out there who like those exact same things and if you make music you know any chance that you get to diversify and expand your audience is a great one so you know there's there's something to kind of be learned from that just observing you know what he's doing and um, yeah, how he's continuing to grow his fan base even after all these years. So yeah, it's a really awesome thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, and SoundCloud has further expanded their content partnership with Sirius. So if you recall, we had mentioned to you that uh, a temporary SoundCloud radio station ran last September but now they've launched a more permanent one called soundcloud radio and so you know it's supposed to be specifically curated for the discovery of both trailblazing tracks in today's genre defying drops from the artists who came up on soundcloud so some of the ones that we know like maggie the stallion trippy red doja cat and more and you know some of the most exciting emerging talent in hip-hop today so um i think this is a great thing that they're doing it must have been really successful last september if they decided to go ahead and switch it from temporary to permanent yeah that's a big step impactful Mm -hmm. step to do that (laughs) yeah for sure 
And, so, uh, I mean, that's 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 like that's like uh, taking the uh, the governors off, letting that flow freely. Okay? Mm. And so, uh, which I'm, I'm glad to see that. Glad to hear that. Yeah. So yeah, there's opportunities out there. Um, yeah, SoundCloud was was way ahead of its time. <laughs> I think. I mean, granted, you know, people grew to appreciate it, and you know, just kind of took off later. But um, yeah, the first to be able to present an opportunity like that and then take it to flip it into something that's still beneficial um, for the artists on the platform today. That's that's really cool. It is. All right. Another temporary thing has popped up. So TMZ has launched uh, the TMZ hip hop show. And it's supposed to be a daily show um, that just debuted this past Monday. And it's going to run for four weeks and they're going to be breaking down and analyzing and discussing some of hip hop's biggest pop culture moments, as they say, with a panel of five co-hosts. So, yeah, it's only supposed to run for four weeks, but who knows? This might be another one of those things, just like how um, the SoundCloud Sirius station took off. Maybe it'll be something that will be permanent, depending on how it does. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, it's like this. Everybody should have a, a you know, a, a level playing field. Okay, so when everybody has a level playing, now it's different if the playing field's not level. Okay, mm. but everybody should have a level playing field where they have uh, an opportunity uh, to show their wares, show their talents, as, as we've already been alluding to a few minutes ago. And so, um, I mean, get out there, show what you got. I mean, because um it could take you you know if, if you're the the um aspiring musician or uh, aspiring um recording engineer or dj or vocalist or a music whatever you know okay um or if you're just behind the scenes with the music business get out there and um i mean again don't hide your talent because the world is waiting for it. So you got a real big um, um, turntable. <laughs> put, put your talent on the turntable and hit play. See yeah. what happens. Yeah. Yep, that's an excellent point. Because, yeah, if, if you have that gift, it's because somebody else needs it. Somebody else is looking for it. They want it. So yeah, if it's in you to do it, just like Breezy said, don't hide it. There's somebody out there waiting for it. Yeah. Or, uh, and, and when we say waiting for it, hey, that could be the button that inspires a generation or two mm-hmm. or three generations. Mm-hmm. So don't don't hide in the corner and cover your stuff up. Yeah. Get out there and put it on the on the on the turntable and hit play. Um, and I, that's just a uh, an analogy when I say on a turntable, whatever it is, right. just get out there. Right. And, uh, yeah. Hey. If, if you let me put you on the spot for a minute, as a guitarist, uh, when you say it sparks a new generation, um, if you think about when you decided to to play guitar, like who were some of the people that you heard that influenced you? Yeah. Yeah. No, you know, that's a que- that's a question for you. Oh. <laughs> okay well you know there was a uh, hey me personally uh two two people from two wide genres totally different genres that um you know you would think that these two genres don't even crisscross lanes number one was uh west montgomery people these mm-hmm. days say well who was that okay number two was Jimi hendrix okay they came from two totally different worlds but man they were uh, uh, creative geniuses in their own right. Mm-hmm. Okay, Wes Montgomery could do things with a guitar, make sounds come from a guitar that even now people can't duplicate. Yeah. Okay, but on the other end of the spectrum, and his music was 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 structured and quiet, quiet and structured. But on the other end of the spectrum, you know, Jimi Hendrix, you know, was 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 an innovator. Well, both of them were innovators mm-hmm. in their own right. Okay, so yeah. Uh, when I think back to the uh, elementary school, so forth, yeah, West Montgomery on one end, Jimi Hendrix on the other. Wow. See, <laughs> but, I'm just saying, I, I feel like that's an example. So what if 
Wes Montgomery or Jimi Hendrix didn't put music out, then yeah. yeah. So yeah, great point. Yeah, if you got the talent, don't hide it. Somebody wants it. Some somebody will appreciate it. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So now what's what's <laughs> we gotta be firm but fair. <laughs> Let me flip it. <laughs> okay. So now but who were two folks that were inspirations to you? Slick Rick right off the bat. Okay. And um I probably have to say a tribe called Quest. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And once again, it's like not really two ends of the spectrum, but you know, very different styles. But uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, Slick Rick introduced me to the, the storytelling um, aspects of hip hop, which I, yeah, I just fell in love with even before I actually started to do it myself. Um, I kind of gravitated towards those types of songs because I always felt like he just kind of involved you, especially doing the different voices of the characters and everything. He made it fun and entertaining and something that you just kind of wanted to hold on to. Where with Tribe Called Quest, I kind of love like their whole vibes, their their wordplay and lyricism over really, really jazzy beats. So, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I'd have to say those two for sure. Okay, so now share with our listeners then, what was the, what was your thought the first time you saw somebody uh, performing on stage and there was no other equipment than uh, a turntable and a table? Or a turntable oh. on a table? Yeah, um, that was kind of what I had been used to seeing like in the rap video, like watching Yo! TV raps and all that. So it wasn't... Um, awkward for me <laughs> so yeah my first actual concert was a hip-hop show i got to see domino um in concert okay so, so yeah <laughs> i think maybe if 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 i had um well i was i was pretty young around that time but yeah for my first experience that's what i was used to seeing or even if i went to like local talent shows and stuff it was always just the people up there with like a dj so yeah <laughs> not to date myself at all but yeah that's kind of my experience um at first with that i hear you yeah. i hear you wow <laughs> you know so many so many so many great vibes strong vibes in the music flow I yeah mean, you know you can fill up a a, a, a piggy bank with this stuff <laughs> and more. yeah yeah, everybody has like all these different experiences, so it's fun when we kind of get to, to share and uh, merge stories. But you know, that's one of my favorite things about um, documentaries. So I love music documentaries. So even if it's an artist that maybe I didn't listen to all the time, if I find out that they have a documentary, most of the time I'll check it out just because everybody has their their origins, if you will. So, you know, the thing that turned them on to where they recognize, hey, this is what I need to do with my life. And um, yeah, it can all be inspirational and just kind of remind you of why you started and kind of give you that drive to keep going. But, you know, you just spoke that into existence, though, right? (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Chick with Beats documentary. Oh, (laughs) oh, wow. You said it. It's out there now. Yeah, I didn't mean me. The words they speed of sound. Oh, they're so far away now. You can't pull them back. Oh man, yeah, I meant for the listeners, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, and um, oh, yeah, this is just a little tidbit here. Not a whole lot of extra details to throw in, but Blue Note Records and Universal decided to launch Blue Note Africa. And so they've already got a roster lined up to come out of there. So once again, iconic brands kind of going back to their roots to make sure that these specific titles are attached to what's coming forth. So because, you know, when you hear Blue Note Records, it's going to be a buy. <laughs> and it's it's I think that's one of the things that kind of got lost once the majors were buying up all these other uh, imprints. But yeah, certain ones that you know when you hear it's going to be quality. And so, yeah, I think it's a good thing that they're kind of going back to the boutique stuff and in different markets. 
because yeah the, the world is much bigger musically especially i say this for the u.s art, artists i know everybody else everywhere else knows this but a lot of times in the u.s we kind of just get stuck in our own stuff but yeah the world is so much larger and there's people who will appreciate your music in so many different areas and so i'm happy that um some of these emerging markets are actually getting their just due now yeah 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 and and so for the listeners you know write this down and check it out on google or youtube or whatever name number one hugh hugh masakila hugh masakila name number two miriam mckeep Mm-hmm. But <laughs> back in the day to have a concert with the two of them oh my gosh yeah and now that they're you know, signed a whole new deal you know all these mm-hmm. years later I, I think that's yeah it's incredible yeah all right now this it's news but you know not necessarily music industry news but just something that's kind of cool because you know I love hip hop but now they've got the first ever hip hop bike tour. Trill on Wheels takes you on a trip down Houston's third ward, kind of all around to check it out. It's eco friendly, pedal powered bar in the third ward. And so, you know, I think that that's an awesome thing. I hope other cities kind of expand. Because, um, yeah, it'd be cool to ride around with other people who enjoy hip hop. And uh, yeah, it just sounds like when you see those tours all the time, um, like usually for bachelorette parties and stuff like that. But now they're putting a hip hop spin on it. And I dig that so much. So cool things. You never know when you share stuff like this. It could inspire. Like there might be a listener out there who's like, oh, you know, that'd be great in my city. We could do X, Y and Z. Then, hey, who knows? Maybe we'll be reporting on it in a few weeks saying, hey, there's this new uh <laughs> trill bar that popped up so yeah something that's cool that i think is really important to know and once again to to find ways to diversify your love for music and uh put it where other people can get it so there's a lot of stuff that intersects and i think that they found a great one here oh yeah oh yeah hey here's a tidbit here's a tidbit that uh hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comedy clubs now are having to add extra security. Mm. 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 Okay, because of the flow, the offshoot flow of, from the uh, <laughs> Academy Awards program, um, there's some things that have happened just in this short time since then that uh, really are kind of off the chain in a bad way. Mm. Okay, so... Uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comedy clubs are having to add extra security to uh, protect the uh, the comedians on stage. Um, it's, it's, it's one thing to, to heckle, but it's a total different thing to uh, go up on stage. Uh, uh, and a, a real notable from the rap game went up on stage on somebody. And the uh, first was into the heckling side but then he actually went up on stage and hugged the comedian but at the same time he hugged the comedian he grabbed the mic out of her hand mm-hmm. See, so that that wasn't part of the deal so you know a lot of these clubs are having to add folks in there to make sure stuff like that doesn't happen yeah yeah, so I, I think that, um, and this is just all personal um, thoughts. <laughs> they do not reflect the views of the stations, but <laughs> I feel like uh, with the pandemic, a lot of people have kind of shifted from stuff that I felt would have been widely known as unacceptable to just, <laughs> I don't know, just going for it. I don't know if it was just the thought of being back out in the public after so long quarantining that they've forgotten things that should and shouldn't be done or what the case is but you know hopefully some stuff can change because yeah that's never okay it's not okay regardless of who's up there but you know especially after uh, this distinct era of women speaking out about being silenced like yeah yeah 
so yeah just a, a personal note of reflection you know i know yeah. we've been used to being online and stuff for a while but people are still people so yeah the same rules don't apply <laughs> when you're on the internet you can't just go up and do stuff like that to people in person you know there's still a human behind whoever you're typing stuff out to just right. yeah you got to be mindful of that right so yep be vigilant be kind and uh (laughs) we're gonna take a quick pause for the cause and then we'll be back before we get ready to head out okay
does it for this week's edition of Music Marvels with the Chickle Beats and Breezy Gibson. Once again, we thank you for joining us. We really, really love that you come hang out with us once a week because we love what we do and we hope that you enjoy it too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Got to, you know, so can't wait to come back. Got a whole new deck for you and let's see what, what it brings. For sure. So you know where to find us. Same time, same place. Tune in, tell a friend, and we'll see you then. Peace. Peace.